Hey there, I'm Mike. Some of you know me from the Twisted Cape. Some of you know me because, uh-huh, this my shit, all the girls stamp your feet like this. Few times I've been around that track, so it's not gonna happen like that. Because I ain't no hollaback girl. I ain't no hollaback girl. But regardless of how you know me, you know I love comics, and that's what we talk about on this podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Mike's Thick Stack. Oh, hell yeah, everyone. Welcome to the show recording this week at the Golden Thickness Bridge. A little throwback action this week as we dive into a nice array of classics. Uh, as always, we start by rating the thickness of my stack, so let's shimmy on over to Mike's Thickometer. Oh, yeah, Mike's Thickometer. Ooh, all the thickness all the time. This week clocks in at a 7 out of 10 on my thickometer. One of these stories is massive in scale, so it did all the heavy lifting. Uh, just so you know, as a quick note, in the interest of time, I did dro- I opted to drop one of the DC titles, but I'll address that when we do DC titles. Right, let's just, uh, kick it off by jumping into the Marvel books. Now, the first book I did was from 1991, uh, the Deathlock series. Uh, the issues were 1 through 5. Uh, Deathlock... Uh, is an interesting character. <laughs> uh, so I'll start by giving my rating up front. I gave it about a two and a half. Um, could go as low as a two. Now, I love the art in the series. The art is just has this like super gritty, gravelly style. Uh, lots of line work. It's it's classic 90s. If that's, if that's the thing that you like, then go for it. Absolutely read the story. Uh, otherwise, uh, I had issues with the story overall. So... Deathlock follows Michael Collins, who is an a, he's a black man who was who was supposedly killed or gravely injured. His his mind or his consciousness was uh, transferred into a Deathlock cyborg, um, and he there's you know his consciousness and the computer which does handles a lot of the the work. Um, you know he has a wife and son that he would like to get back to, back to his body, which he discovers is still around, which I think is interesting, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I just felt like the character didn't grow enough for me. I feel like he just didn't really get to do anything. Uh, I, one thing I liked about him as a character is that no matter what, he didn't want to kill anything, any kind of sentient life. Uh, his His main goal was really just to you know, subdue, you know, stop people from doing bad things, um, largely tech companies, whatever, that are just looking to create more robots that they can control and go to war with. Um, but he, uh, you know, the hallmark of a hero is is not to kill, show that level of restraint when he has all the power available to him to just lay waste to motherfuckers. And he he does that, and, and uh, you know, I think that's a noble thing. But outside of that, like the character basically felt like he was the same at the beginning as he was at the end of the story arc. There was no real progression. Um, he just, he's pining for his wife and son, which I absolutely understand, but he just kind of, Relied completely on the internal computer. Didn't try to learn anything. Tr- didn't try to get better. Um, the th- one thing I did like about the story is how it just incorporated some of the larger, larger Marvel universe. 
um, you know, we get some time in there with uh, Doctor Doom and Jocasta from the Avengers and Fantastic Four. Um, we get some time with Misty Knight for uh, maybe two issues, um, which is pretty cool. I love Misty as a character, and uh, you know, she ropes him in and says, "Hey, we need to we need to fight on behalf of cybernetic people," um, which is kind of cool. There's a great panel in there. She's like, oh, my God, your face. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, oh. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said it like that. I was like, yeah, no, it was right. He's he's absolutely abhorrent to look at. It's terrible. Uh, so uh, I just I did, didn't love it. I didn't love it. Um, t- two and a half, two. Uh, pick one, flip a coin. If, if you like the 90s stuff, go for it. But I just felt like the character didn't do anything, and I need you to do something. Um, especially over the course of a story arc, you need to learn something. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, to contrast, on the Marvel side, I read Adam, the Legend of Blue Marvel. And I gave this story a four and a half, uh, solidly. Um, I loved this story. Um, and so it's, it's cool because he's, um, he's a superpowered being from the sixties. Um, he's, he's a black man as well. Uh, and it's a story about having powers, restraint and dealing with a world, uh, full of discrimination. Um, it's just very timely that I read it now instead of when it came back, came out like 15 years ago, uh, something like that. Maybe not quite that long, but still, um, and Adam is insanely powerful, not to mention a an absolute genius. Um, it's he's just such a badass, and it was so fun to read and and look at. Um, the only the, uh, one of the reasons that it's a, a four and a half out of five was because they did two artists, and one artist is clearly better than the other, um, in my opinion. I'm not saying that you know the guy was trash or anything like that, but you should have kept one artist all the way through, and even if it meant delays, um, I just I just felt like it was awesome. Um, so it follows Adam through his time as the Blue Marvel, where nobody knows he's a black man and he's you know fighting you know a bunch of stuff, and you know the the government's like eh, not not thrilled about it. Um, they're you know worried about mutants and stuff like that, but like they just don't know. And um, there's there's a lot of '60s esque language, and I say that in not a good way. They they refer to once once it's known that Adam is an African American, they refer to him as everything but African American. Uh, they call him colored. They call him a Negro. Uh, there's times where it stops short of him uh, of him being called something far far worse. Um, and it just really demonstrates and hits hard, you know, how terrible we were as a society in the 60s uh, towards, you know, anybody who is different. Uh, and, you know, it, it, it's great. So it fast forwards to present day where he's barely aged due to his amazing powers. Um, and, you know, it's it's shortly after Civil War. So, you know, Iron Man's kind of in charge. Uh, and Blue Marvel basically lays his dick on the table when it comes to science with Reed Richards. Reed Richards is like, that's not impossible. He's like, no, it isn't. I figured it out. I figured it out 50 years ago. <laughs> and, and he's just like, Whoa, what? <laughs> and it's awesome. Uh, and, you know, Reed ends up being like, oh, we we underestimated this guy, and we can't stop him, basically, even if we want to. 
And there's actually an excellent fight between uh, Blue Marvel and the Sentry. And I, another reason why I gave it a four and a half is just they wanted Sentry to be so powerful. Um, and they were going at it, man, for a couple pages. And it was awesome. Um, but, you know, Blue Marvel eventually falls over just from exhaustion fighting Sentry. And Sentry's like, oh, thank God. I don't know if I got to hit him. I could have taken another hit again. Um, but, you know, Sentry doesn't fall over, which I think is kind of bullshit. You know, this guy's super powerful. Like, just just let him beat Sentry. Like, what is what harm does it do to the story to have him beat Sentry? Um, you know, and, and, and you know, they come together and fight uh, Anti-Man, who's uh, Blue Marvel's ne- nemesis, and also his best friend from back in the day. They were both affected by the same accident. Um, their powers are based in antimatter, um, which is badass also. Uh, and you know, they, they, you know, he winds up taking his, his rightful place, but, uh, his wife who turns out to be starting it, starting as an agent of the government to keep tabs on him, but falls in love and they have kids, um, reveals all that. He doesn't take it well. She doesn't take it well. They fight, they, they, they sort of break up and not really, they don't, they kind of walk away from each other while he flies away and like hangs out on the moon and talks to, uh, the watcher, which is awesome because why the hell not uh, and the watcher gives him her perspective and he you know he obviously goes to talk to his wife a fight breaks out and she winds up dying um and it's actually heartbreaking i mean i saw it coming a mile away but it's still super sad um and you know blue marvel takes down anti-man and uh you know it, it's it's just such a good story it's so good um it, and it's perfectly arced like, you know just just read it i, I would highly recommend it um, I think it's still on Marvel Unlimited for free right now. So if you just open that up and just go sh- blow by the, pa- the paywall, you should be able to read it and uh, check it out. Let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear uh, what you think. All right, that's it for Marvel. Uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll jump into some DC stuff. Hey, friends. Hope you're enjoying Mike's Thick Stack this week. Just wanted to let you know that if you're not already, subscribe to the Twistcast. It's a really good time and a really fun show. We talk about the news of the week. We also get into some silly hijinks and talk about some pretty cool topics. Also, if you're already subscribed and listening, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser, which is a pretty sweet platform for podcasts like ours. We look forward to hearing your feedback and talking to you more in the future. Thanks, and now back to the show. Oh boy, we're back, and it was a fun break for me, because I realized we had to talk about an amazing story that I just read for the first time, Uh, but before I do that, uh, I I said we were going to talk about Static Shock and uh, New Gods from 1984. Just, New Gods was so long, and I didn't anticipate it being that long, uh, that I did not get the opportunity to read Static Shock, so... I will, I will do a make good on that at some point in the near future. Uh, Stack Shop will definitely be in the in the on on the docket. Those those I know words. Uh, so hang in there, Virgil fans. I will get there for you. Uh, anyway, I read uh, New Gods by Jack Kirby. He did everything. He did the writing. He did the art. He did the editing. The only thing he really didn't take credit for was doing inks because somebody else did those. So New Gods basically follows uh, the inhabitants of the fourth world. So you get 
uh, New Genesis and Apocalypse. Those sound familiar? Um, they should. That's where Darkseid is from. Darkseid is a cosmic level threat. Blah, 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 blah. We'll get there. New Gods follows Orion for the, for the most part. And you get all, you get a bit of backstory, and it's very long. It's very long to read. I think each issue was like 50 pages, and there are six issues, which is why we're not doing Static Shock. Um, and it follows Orion in his journey from uh, New Genesis to Apocalypse to Earth, uh, back to Apocalypse. Um, and you get a whole bunch of characters, bright, vibrant characters in between. Um, so I guess I should probably rate this uh i want to go five i really 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 want to go five uh it's just an absolute journey and you know what fuck it i will go five um there there is one thing that i didn't really love uh and i'll just talk about that now so uh, orion leaves new genesis goes to apocalypse because he's he's going to fight dark side he thinks he's going to fight dark side um Darkseid has humans uh, being experimented on by a man named Desaad. He frees the humans, takes them back to Earth, which is cool. Um, but he immediately basically conscripts them into war. He's like, yeah, you're going to do what I tell you now. And they're just like, okay, boss. Uh, and it's just, it's weird. It's a weird read just right up front because humans aren't really like that. Uh, but you know, he, they figure, you know, he saved them from an uncertain future that likely would have ended up with them being tortured and murdered. Uh, so they're just like, yeah, I'll help you. <laughs> I have no problem helping you. Um, and you really get a sense of how impetuous Orion can be, uh, compared to his friend Light Ray, who is more of a planner. He's more cautious, but he's not quite battle ready, you know? Uh, like his friend Orion. Uh, you see High Father, who leads New Genesis. Um, he leads it with a steady, calm uh, hand uh, that uh, has, has like prophetic uh, abilities. Um, Darkseid rules uh, Apocalypse, uh, but there, there's a lot of backstory in there, how he relates to Steppenwolf. He's Steppenwolf's... Uh, nephew uh and, and you know there's there's a whole lot of death and betrayal in there from dark side dark side just becomes such an amazing character over the course of these six issues i would highly recommend it if you are a a cosmic fan or a dark side fan um you know you find out stuff about calabac and orion and how they're both half brothers yeah hate each other and one is is destined to kill the other um it's just it's it's an amazing ride. Um, <laughs> another small idiosyncrasy that I just didn't like, and it has to do with the human characters. It's like they constantly fully introduce themselves, and I understand comics back then. You get them one month, you might not get them the next. You kind of forget where people are. So Kirby did a good job laying it out. So if you're just picking up issue two and you read none of issue one, you can learn about the characters right away. But for me reading it today years old uh all at once it's it's kind of frustrating it's like i know you're a detective dude i know you're an insurance salesman dude it's just like uh, uh and there is like kind of a snapshot into societal life back then um they 
yeah, and just the female character, like they just patronize the shit out of her, and it feels awful. It feels awful to read sometimes. I understand it's from a different time, uh, and I had to try and actively keep that in mind. But I was like, "Fuck, man! I don't know any girl right now that would just take this and be like, okay." Uh, also, there's a character. Oh my god, it's so unfortunate. Uh, he's a black man, and they call him the Black Rider. Uh, and he rides on these cosmic skis and, and like he chases down these new gods at death and escorts them onto the afterlife or whatever. Uh, and you know, it's just, it's so funky. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, oh, you, you couldn't think of a better name. Like you're an amazing guy. You can't think of a better name. Anyway, uh, the story is just very deep, very rich. Um, the art is just fantastic. If you're a fan of Jack Kirby and you have not read this, I highly recommend it. As a matter of fact, no, I don't highly recommend it. I demand that you read it and then tell me about it. because I want to know what you think. Um, so I just, I really loved so much of this book. And just despite my, my small uh, misgivings about the series, uh, you know, there's, there's just such a good developmental path. Um, you know, Orion doesn't become less impetuous, but he becomes more bloodthirsty. And you see that in him, and you're like, man, it's going to lead to you dying. And uh, at the end of the story, he dies on Apocalypse. He's shot full of holes. It's probably the most jarring piece of art in the entire thing um, because he's on Apocalypse. He was tricked by Darkseid, sees his mother for the first time and God knows how long, and is riddled with bullet holes and supposedly falls into a fire pit. And Darkseid says, well, did you see his body? And one of the guys is like, yeah, it's good enough. <laughs> I mean, there's no way he survived all those holes where we targeted his vital organs and then falling into a fire pit, which, you know, anybody who knows anything about comics is like, yeah, without a body, he's not dead. Uh, but they don't leave that that out for interpretation. It's like, yeah, this motherfucker is dead. He's dead, dead. We're never going to see him again dead. Uh, and uh, that that's cool because the bad guy kind of wins because the hero's bloodthirst and uh, impetuousness overtakes him. Uh, but not without a whole bunch of badass moments. There's a Calabac. There's a couple of Calabac and Orion fights were introduced to Forger uh, in this book series. Um, and it's just you know the the characters are just so good. Um, they're they're cool. Uh, they're powerful. Uh, I think Light Ray might have been my favorite. Um, he's just so cocky and brash, but also good natured. Uh, with a soft, gentle heart. Um, and I just think that that was just an awesome part of of the series overall. Uh, I highly recommend you go check that out. Yeah, like I said, we will get into um, Static Shock another time. All right, looking ahead to next week, I'm looking forward to reading uh, two stories here uh, from Marvel. Uh, and I think we're going to get that Static Shock story in next time. Uh, uh, here's why. Uh, DC looks like uh, is releasing zero stories next week, which 
is odd and different, especially considering they they released nothing this week. Uh, so I will do Static Shock, and I'll pick a second book there as well. Uh, from Marvel, uh, uh, Empire Fantastic Four number zero releases, and Marvel's number four releases as well. That is all the time we have for this week. Of course, make sure you subscribe to The Twisted Cape on your favorite podcast platform. We're at The Twisted Cape, no spaces on every social media platform, Facebook, The Grand, Twitter, and YouTube. Also, make sure you drop us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. We love the feedback. Uh, make sure you tune in weekly on Wednesday to the Twisted Capes live show on Facebook or YouTube and live in them comments. We go over them at the end of each show. Also, if you have a name that you'd like to suggest for that show, let us know. We're, we're you know, looking for stuff. Uh, finally, feel free to shoot us some feedback uh, on this show uh, to the Twisted Cape at gmail.com and make sure you use the subject line MTS. Uh, thanks for tuning in. So until next time, the shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Stay safe. Stay twisted. Fix that.